Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and returns to Harlem for every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on X at MCU underscore Rewind, and rate us on whatever podcast app you're using, and also follow us on Instagram. Probably said that in the wrong order, but whatever. You go. You know it. If you have an idea of what you want to hear on a future scroll episode, uh, drop us a line on Instagram, Twitter, or at our Gmail account at mcrewind at gmail.com. And with that, today's episode is about Luke Cage, Season 2, Episode 1, Soul Brother Number 1, original air date, June 22nd, 2018. Yeah, and here's a, a quick rundown of what happens in this season premiere. Luke Cage starts the episode out by littering, then cleans up the streets by shutting down a drug manufacturing center, putting his, which is putting his name on the drug. He's trying to get out of... I didn't finish the sentence. Whoops. Anyway, people keep telling Luke Cage he needs to make some money as a hero, mostly so he can pay bills. He and Claire argue about it while out to a nice dinner, which probably costs $50 minimum. Uh, Luke Cage and his dad meet up, and that is such a tense conversation. Anyone, anyone walking by would cross the street before passing them, not just the racists. Mariah Dillard continues her mob business, uh, gets some insider information on a company, and tries to buy a controlling stake in it to make billions. She later says that making this money will wash away all the bad things her and her family have done over the generations. That's not how money works, but I guess enough people believe it does, Mariah included. Luke goes to the club to see Mariah and Shades uh, are meeting with some uh, below-board characters. I'm sure that'll matter a lot more over the season. But Claire is there, so Luke and her leave, then argue, then make up in the span of two minutes, which is very different from, from arguments I've had with people. Luke gets a call from Sugar saying something about a drug shipment, uh, but that turns out to be a trap. Arturo tries to blow Luke Cage up. I mean, they do blow him up, but it doesn't kill him. Then, uh, Arturo shoots him with a Judas gun and a Judas bullet. Uh, you know, that, that gun from the first season that did hurt him and, like, pierced the skin. Anyway, it didn't do anything now. He's tougher, I guess, so that's good. Uh, other things going on. Misty Knight is having a hard time dealing with her missing arm, and she also decides to go back to work. And finally, we meet Bushmaster, and that dude can fight. All right. Moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? Now, Al, I'm going to let you know. I'm going to hold you to a higher standard this season about your Easter oh, no. eggs. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. They actually have to be uh, behind-the-scenes connections to the larger uh, MCU and other Easter eggs. <laughs> okay, now does that count for uh, this first one? Yes, it does. Okay. All right. I got it. Okay. I. Ooh, good thing I have two. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, God, I'm looking at my one for next week. Nope, that's not going to work. All right. Luckily, I waited till this moment. Not, I thought about bringing up pre-recording, but I was like, no, I think I'll wait. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, first fast fact and Easter egg that I have is that this episode was directed by Lucy Liu best known for her work as uh, the voice of the head of Lucy Liu in Futurama. <laughs> also, the voice of Lucy Liu in Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. Also for her live-action role as Calypso in Shazam 2. Good, I was going to bring that one up. Uh, yeah, that, that was on my list. Uh, I was like, hey, 
Lucy Liu. And then I had to look it up to see it was it was actually that Lucy Liu, not just an actor, uh, director with the same name. Yeah, I had the exact same thought. Yep. <laughs> yeah. One of the uh, seven actors in Hollywood who have not been in a Marvel movie yet. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I guess, all right. I guess that makes sense. Is she, is she still acting? Well, no, yes, of course she, she was is. in Shazam. She was just in Shazam too. Yes. I forgot that. Uh, okay, cool. Which I just finally uh, finished watching the last 20 minutes of uh, like a month ago. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, compared to The Flash, it was a masterpiece. <laughs> Yes, so I finished that movie and then watched The Flash. And, well, I was texting you, Tony. So yeah. you know how much I hated that. Oh, boy. <laughs> what did you oh, think about yeah. Shazam? It was okay. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all right. Yeah. Um, so, spoiler alert, I am going to spoil something about Shazam. Uh, so if you haven't seen the end of it, because uh, this, this definitely spoils the end. Um, it's like, fast forward, like, 15 or 30 seconds. Just hit that, you know, go ahead button in your, your podcast audio thing. Anyway, uh, I thought, for the most part, movie was good. And then at the end, he dies, and then they bring him back to life. Like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. no, just just let him die. All right, fine. Now they bring him this... back to life with a shoehorn and cameo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what made me mad. I think I knew he was going. All right, it's been more than fifteen seconds. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, fair. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, so that was the first fast fact. Uh, quick question, Tony, just so that way I can gauge yeah. things. Yeah. Is that enough of a... Yeah, of a yes, yes, it is. I'm like, any additional... At least one fast fact has to be a good fast fact. And then anything additional, it's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, unfortunately, the additional one does not work for next week. Otherwise, I would have saved it, just in case. Um, but, uh, so my other one is that... Uh, let's see. So this this show uh, released in June, uh, uh, late June, June 22nd of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a slight overlap with uh, Cloak and Dagger, uh, Cloak and Dagger, which came out um, that same month, right? June seventh yeah. was when the first episode of Cloak and Dagger came out. Um, and so, when I say slight overlap, I mean like they kind of reference each other. Not really. I think because uh, it was I forgot the detective. Uh, cop. Uh, it's not Connors. Con- it's yeah, O'Reilly. Uh, O'Reilly, that's right. Yeah, uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, because she talks about Misty and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess we're supposed to assume that let's say that these take place roughly within the same time, mm-hmm. um, but uh, definitely not the exact same time because at a minimum, you know, the uh, cloak and dagger, even though that came out in June, they're still in school. So it has to have been earlier. I, I know during the finale, we kept talking about trying to figure out timelines. And so I think we assume that the show started in, uh, in January because the finale is during Mardi Gras, which is like yeah. a two week thing in February. So do we know when this takes place? Uh, I don't know. So it could for some well, reason. No, it would be snow on the ground. I was gonna say it could be the same time of year, but there would definitely be snow in New York if it were January. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, unfortunately, okay. this show uh, for some reason is not in my uh, you know, MCU timeline book. I don't know why it's not. So it's it's hard to tell uh, some of those timelines. Mm-hmm. Well, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, this doesn't help. We we always get in the weed with timelines. Uh, yeah. This takes place at like all post Defenders, uh, but before what's the last one? Jessica Jones season three is supposed to happen after Age of Ultron, but before Endgame or before yeah, which doesn't Infinity help at all War. with this. Yeah, yeah Infinity yeah. War, which doesn't help at all. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Did this? Sorry, I'm trying to do the math real quick. June 2018. 
When when was oh Infinity War? That was Infinity a month was May or April uh, twenty eighteen. So twenty eighteen. Like, okay, got it. Remember, so we have already covered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I do remember that. I just was trying to remember like same year and all that. Okay, got it. All right, cool. All right. So the title of this uh, Soul Brother <laughs> Number One, uh, Bobby Fish calls Luke this in this episode. Um. But it's actually the song of uh, one of James Brown's early hits, uh, Soul Brother Number One. Uh, all of the episode titles in season one was, uh, I think it was Wu Tang Clan um, mm-hmm. songs, and then this season is just like a hodgepodge of different um, R and B and rappers uh, songs. So we'll go through those as we get through, as we reach each episode. Um. Also, Bobby Fish, in the same time, he's ta- he talks about uh, Luke breaking the internet uh, with this stupid app, um, which I have problems with the app. But um, the fact is, uh, when Luke Cage, uh, the show, premiered season one, uh, Netflix actually went down for about four hours and made people very angry who were trying to watch it. Uh, so they a lot of people online blamed the show Luke Cage's popularity for that. I don't know if it's actually one to one because you'd think in 2018 they'd be able to handle it. If they survived, like, I don't know what season two or three of Stranger Things at that t- time, they would have survived Luke Cage. But yeah, exactly. It, it, it was definitely something else. But I like to believe it's it was specifically the Marvel stuff. Hmm. Uh, we get Hammer's in this is barely an Easter egg. Hammer Industries mentioned because uh, Mariah is trying to get out of it and the Judas bullet. Uh, and then we get, oh, yeah, and then we have some comic Easter eggs. We get the introduction of Bushmaster, uh, originally premiered in Iron Fist number 15 back in May of 1977. I don't want to get into his powers and past because it actually does kind of interact with this. Um, but his, the actor, Mustafa Shakir, uh, the only nerd cred I could find was he was Jet Black in the live-action Cowboy Bebop, and from what I hear... The less said about that, the better, because <laughs> nobody liked that. <laughs> that uh, is also what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. We've also got Don Trail, Cockroach Hamilton, uh, Cockroach, uh, mob boss in the comics, uh, pa- uh, premiered in September in nineteen seventy five in Power Man number twenty eight. Um, yeah, he his main power. Uh, we find out next episode, so we'll talk about the next episode. Um. But he is played by Dorian Missick, Simone Missick, aka Misty Knight's uh, real life husband. Oh, and his uh, nerd credits. He was in a couple episodes of recurring character in the show Haven, which we both mentioned. We neither of us watched, mm-hmm. and in the cult classic, all ten episodes of The Cape. If you remember that show <laughs> from, from the early two thousands in the heroes days of superhero television i remember that show i think it like it got like a movie as a premiere like a like for some reason the the series premiere was something special i think it was like a straight to tv movie mm-hmm. and then they started the season and i remember thinking like yeah okay sure i'll watch whatever at this point and then it was like moved to friday almost immediately and yeah. so i never watched it yeah um <clears throat> my abiding memory i never watched it but uh I think it's more famous now from uh, Community. Uh, there's that scene 
when Abed is pretending to be the cape and just knocks everything down with his cloak he made. And <laughs> um, the main white guy, I can't remember his name because I haven't watched the show in a while. Uh, he goes, it's going to be canceled by the end of the season. And uh, Abed yells, six seasons in the movie, which is what they got for Community. The six seasons of the movie thing was from that. So I think that's most people's memory. Okay. And, I don't yeah. remember that scene, but good to know. <laughs> Uh, finally, uh, we get a scene with, uh, them talking about Glenn Industries, which is one of Mariah's allies trying to get her to invest in so they could buy Atreus Plastics. Both Glenn Industries and Atreus Plastics were from the comics. Uh, a single arc, uh, of five appearances from 1980s in Daredevil. And one issue in 1982 of Atreus, apparently Foggy was like a lawyer for Atreus, while Daredevil was looking into their evil dealings of making explosives under the table. So, maybe, well, well, nope, everyone thinks Matt's dead. I was going to say, maybe Daredevil will show up, but (laughs) (laughs) Foggy will definitely show up. (laughs) Yeah, definitely Foggy. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word. All right, Uh, Tony, you and I should have talked about this ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, Back in season one, I think we included Misty Knight in the heroes. Are we still counting her as a hero? I did include her in the heroes. So, okay, cool. Same here. I just wasn't sure, like, because in the past we were like, oh, well, this character is Mm -hmm. now a hero, so like we promote them. And I wasn't sure if she like kept her status or if she she, lost it just with her arm. She lost her arm. She's a hero to the New York City. She's a hero to us. Okay, all right, cool. That works. All right. Well, we're going to start off with the actual hero, Luke Cage. (laughs) Title character, yeah. All right. So I I really like how when the episode started, he went into the, um, I don't know what to call it, drug den? Drug, (laughs) the the place with the drugs. Yeah. Um, And, like, everyone knows who he is. They know, like, they can't hurt him. So he has to say, really? And then, (laughs) like... Oh, okay, cool. That was fun. That was a fun way to... I, I like the guys. The, they have to know we tried. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about the MCU in general. Of the crime... Uh, what... Do we have, like, the celebrity-ness? Like, we get Tony, obviously, mm-hmm. as, yeah. like, a celebrity. Do we get the celebrity played up for any other heroes other than him and Luke? Um, so a little, like, we, I think one of the problems is we also just don't see those heroes around regular people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, you know, we, we do see some Spider-Man stuff, right? Um, you know, in the first movie, you got the guy yelling at him to do a flip. Yeah. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think like, we got the, the hell that happens to Jennifer Walters, uh, in, Mm -hmm. uh, in She-Hulk. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's essentially what uh, a woman would get mm-hmm. being famous. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's see, Hawkeye. I'm trying to remember from the Hawkeye show. Did did people celebrate it? Like there were a couple of people. They recognize him, but the joke is no one cares about Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Like even when they're walking through those people in uh, in Times Square who dress up as like superheroes and stuff, Mm -hmm. they they see Katniss Everdeen, but they don't see Hawkeye. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, there were some of those people, um, like the EMT people or whatever, that like ended up helping him. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. stuff like that. That's right. Yeah. So there's a little. There's there's some of that. I think I think yes, it may it it happens. We just don't see it very often, right? Like we don't. I think like this Mm -hmm. and uh, She Hulk is where it becomes like major part of the plot. Mm Hmm. Yeah. What do you think about that, though? What do you think about this aspect of at least the first two episodes we've, or the first episode we've seen? I I think you know it makes perfect sense, right? Like you know that that's the world that that mm-hmm. we live in. Like you know at least especially here in the U.S., there's a lot of hero worship or sorry, uh, celebrity worship going on. So it makes sense that that would also translate over to to heroes too, right? Like I mean, same thing with rich people too. For some reason, we love rich people as a society. Uh, yeah, as a society, uh, yes. <laughs> I. I blame Shark Tank, uh, but yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I, I don't know who I blame. I mean, celebrity culture. <laughs> I blame the '90s in general. <laughs> mm. oh, it's true in the '80s too. I don't know about the '70s, but I, I wasn't around in the '70s, so like just just a tad bit in the '80s. So I I I think we can we can speak to that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so yeah, he Luke's feeling untouchable right now as a hero of Harlem, <laughs> even though they have this stupid app that uh, DW uh, set up his little that guy who's like clinging onto Luke's co- coattails the whole time. Mm-hmm. That is the stupidest thing for any crime fighter ever. <laughs> <laughs> what, as in, like, just to. Hey, where do you see this person, the hero? Yeah, yeah. Also, it's a huge invasion of privacy. I think Luke would be upset about that. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm kind of surprised. You're right. A little surprised about that because it's skipping ahead just a little bit. It it becomes a, an annoyance in episode two, and I don't remember the rest of the season. We'll see. But like, I'm sure it I'm becomes sure... a major problem. Just like <laughs> logically, not even not well, spoilers because yeah. I don't remember. But logically, it would become a major problem. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's it'll probably be a big plot point of something at some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean it 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 just makes sense that something like that would exist. I I actually agree. I think like a hero spotting app would 100% exist. A Luke Cage centric app <laughs> which is essentially stalking one person. So, okay, I here's is a there theory. An app I know about. <laughs> I don't no, know. No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm wondering if this exists. A Swifty app. Um, yeah, that's exactly where I'm going with it. Okay. Uh, so like a couple months ago, I, I saw some headline that I, I was like, all right, I'm clicking this. I, fine, clickbait. You got me. I got to read it. Um, so apparently Taylor Swift like went to her her friends like engagement dinner or mm-hmm. like so, something something engagement dinner like right. Yeah. Um, and as a result of her going out to a, you know, public space, a ton of people essentially were like outside, just camped out, 
Yep. Uh, you know, just waiting for it to come outside to, to get a glimpse. So I would assume that maybe there is actually an app for, for that thing, or there's a forum somewhere, maybe the Reddit forum I, I, uh, I for, for that. But I have like, I have a huge problem with like paparazzi culture in general. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Also <clears throat> I'm my uh, fandom of choice is movies, TV, uh, fantasy, stuff like that. I'm disconnected from like the music and celebrity culture for the most part. Taylor Swift's complete, uh, was it her complete domination over everybody's lives? Completely took took me completely by storm until <laughs> uh, people were talking about her showing to a football game a couple months ago and the Taylor oh. Swift movie. I mean, I knew Era's concert; everyone was talking about that, but it's like also I didn't <laughs> care. So I'm just like. I did not like. I, I maybe it's like I sound really dumb and disconnected, but that surprised the hell out of me recently. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's one of those that makes sense given like yeah. how popular she. But but yes, mm-hmm. I I I get it. Right, I this stuff happens with like all of this stuff to to everyone. Right, we all have our blind spots of whatever yeah. popular thing out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no. Before you guys get on me. I don't dislike Taylor Swift. In fact, there are a few songs of her I enjoy, but I did not know that she was, in my mind, Beyonce levels. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, and Luke Cage, while not Taylor Swift or Beyonce level, still pretty big in Harlem. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, enough that they 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 want to track his every possible movement. Yeah, but. He doesn't want to profit from this at all. <laughs> Which is uh, fair. I, I understand part I think of where he's coming from. It's sorry? Yeah, I think it's noble. Mm-hmm. I also agree with Bobby, DW, Claire. You can also use this fame and money for good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, not-for-profit charities still pay employees, right? Like, people yeah. still need to be able to eat and pay rent in order to live to keep doing the good stuff. Like that's not just a capitalism thing. It's a, you know, we, we, we need some money to do, to do the good. That's, I mean, yeah, you're, you're, it is a capitalism thing, but (laughs) yeah, Yeah. unfortunately, yes, (laughs) but you can Um, minimize it. Like you don't, you don't have to sell your soul. You sure. can. That's an option. Yeah. I mean, what was that story? Um, uh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, Batman. George Clooney. George Clooney. <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> I was going to be Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Matt Murdock. Um, we discussed this. <laughs> uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, so George Clooney, he, um, you know, how he, for a while he was doing those like Nestle Cafe commercials. Uh, um, no, but I'll trust you. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah. For for a while, this was I don't know five years, ten years ago. Um, apparently, he did all those commercials for some couple millions of dollars, mm-hmm. and he used them to buy satellites to help. I forgot what it was. Um, something about helping crack um, cage. <laughs> yes, yeah, specifically for that. No, it was like helping uh, refugees not get. Or helping them be able to get places safely. Okay, and so maybe like, like tracking like movements of, I don't, I don't know, ISIS or something, would, so they can avoid it or something like that. 
something to that effect. Yeah, people who would hurt them in in a way, right? Um, so yeah, that's that was using capitalism for good, yeah. essentially, right? Yeah, he did yeah. a job. He made a lot of money that he didn't need and used it for for something good. Luke Cage, I mean, he he also does need this money to live because apparently he and Claire like to go out to to dinner all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and talk about their their money issues, but is Claire still? I don't think she's a nurse anymore, right? Does she have a no, job? Oh yeah, yeah. She left her job in Luke Cage season one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she has a job at all. Yeah, because she doesn't said anything. She said that the two of them are living in her mom's basement, which doesn't jive with where they go in episode two. I, maybe basement isn't the right word, but she said basement. Like maybe maybe she should have said something else, like guest yeah. house or something. Maybe she was using hyperbole because you know living in your mom's basement is kind no. of a, uh, a kind of an insult. No offense yeah. to you know if you're listening to an MCU podcast. No offense if you're living in your mom's basement, but <laughs> yeah, but like the yeah the, the sentiment is like yeah you can't afford your own place. You're reliant on your parents, mm-hmm. like which no one wants to do that. Yeah, but uh, yeah yeah. It happens. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, Claire and Luke have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but then uh, Luke has to pull Spider Man and leave as soon as he hears sirens. Uh, because you know sirens in New York City, super rare. So as soon as you hear one, you gotta just jump up and deal with it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Uh. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that that one felt a little weird. Like, oh, okay. Well, I have to. Like, what was he? Because I, I guess I didn't really pay attention to what happened next. Did he like go out and do something completely different? Like, he looked into those drugs uh, with his name on it some more, or? I guess he did. I literally don't have <laughs> notes about that. Ah. I say the okay. next thing, next note I have about Luke is about him running into his dad, which I, ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which could have been that night, actually, because they met in the middle of the night. Or yeah, they didn't mean night, in the middle of the night. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, he has problems with his dad. I don't know what else I really have to say about that. I know it's an important point, but his dad doesn't believe yeah. in him. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like we, we got a little bit of that from season one, right. About them too. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, let's see. They, uh, Luke got to give a lot of complaints to his dad. Apparently his dad didn't even tell him for like, what was it? A month, two months, uh, after his mom died. Well, no, uh, yeah, he heard he, it from he the, the warden. Tell, yeah. He heard it from the warden. Like he yeah. returned all 50 of his letters. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. I, I have a strict limit. <laughs> 20 letters to somebody all returned. I saw, I, I checked to see if their address is correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know what? Even after 20, like maybe, maybe five more just to be sure. Well, yeah. After you confirm. Yeah. After you confirm. Yeah. 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 Cause that's, that's, you, you gotta have a hard limit and you know, even after the 25, like, okay, maybe five more just to be safe, just yeah. to be safe. But, but no, stop. no more than 30, 35 ish. Yeah, exactly. But we, we agree that 50 is way too many. <laughs> oh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 48 is too many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 46, acceptable. Yeah, you know, just to be sure. Just to yeah. Just in case, yeah. <laughs> Which is why originally Luke said, I sent you 45 letters. And then um, his dad said, actually it was 50. It's because Luke was trying to seem not desperate. 
Ah, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Give it right under that number. Yep, exactly. Yeah, just in case someone else was around to hear this, like he didn't, he didn't want to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. So after uh, failing to stop the uh, the drugs, I guess the Luke Cage drugs, he goes to Harlem's Paradise and confronts Mariah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so. I didn't write down anything about what happened other than that he she has all the cards because she has Claire. Did Claire just show up there or because she just looks like she's standing around or did Mariah send people to get Claire? Uh, Claire just showed up. Yeah. So that was something that they argued about right after the scene. So like Luke, Luke gets there and he was there just to like confront Mariah and like Mm -hmm. yell, I guess, uh, threaten her in a way. Not much happens there. But yeah, then. Mariah's like, yeah. What, what about what about your girl over there? Yeah, I could hurt her. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they they leave. Uh, but yeah, that is something Claire said that that she just showed up and she um, made it look like she was just taking selfies, but she was taking pictures of you know what Mariah was up to, or at least you know that who who was there, okay, who was in the, cool, because the building. That's yeah. good. Uh, not <laughs> even a spoiler for episode two, but I was wondering in episode two how did they get a picture of Mariah in shades. It, I, I completely missed that she was taking pictures. <laughs> ah, okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah, that was Claire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So earlier, we kind of skipped over this, but earlier, uh, Luke talked to Sugar, Sugar right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they had this interaction where he, like, Sugar's, I'm going straight, man. I'm doing bodyguard and driving. It's cars. I'm a pride of joy. So Luke uh, scratches the car, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Later, yeah, this scene, Luke gets a call from Suge about uh, like a drug den down mm-hmm. by the river. And yeah. my first reaction was like, don't trust him. You scratched his car. He wants to get back at you. And you know what? I was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, th- that's that's Luke's own fault. Like, would would he have still tried to set up Luke if he if he hadn't scratched his car? Well, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, but... Maybe, but... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and we don't know. Was raised he... the, the odds. Yeah. At a minimum, Sugar probably would have asked for more money. Like, listen, it's Luke Cage. I'm not going to mess with him. In in this case, he probably just said, like, oh, yeah, $1,000 to rat him out. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm angry at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing I like about Luke in this season is he, he thinks he's pretty much untouchable, and he mm-hmm. acts like it. He's a complete asshole. But he's an <laughs> asshole... To people who deserve it. <laughs> yeah, which makes it okay. Yeah. And, and also, he's right about it, right? It's not like he thinks they deserve it, but like everyone else around him is like, nah, they, they don't. You're you're in the right. Like, no, he's he's in the right. It's, it's it's okay. It's good for him. Well, yeah, except for what we just talked about. It's like, maybe Suge was well, on the straight and narrow, and then <laughs> this happens. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, so, yeah, so Luke walks into the trap. Um in the Arturo Ray, which didn't occur to me till uh, watching next episode with Arturo Ray in it, but mm-hmm. uh, his name is King Arthur because Ray is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I had to look it up. Like there is no King Arthur. There is Ray Ar- Ray Arturo, but he's like the Spanish version of King Arthur in the Black Knight mythos. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, well, they call that out in. In the second episode, in next week's episode too. Do they? I didn't even know that. 
Yeah, there was. I mean, we're not going to talk about this next week, so we can talk about it now. Um, they they're trying to like figure out who he is, and and um, that's how that's how they find him um, because something about realizing his name and like, oh, he's calling himself King Arthur, mm. and they're like, oh, well, that's this guy, and then the, they like pull out a newspaper, and it's like his ad for his furniture shop is in okay. there. Yeah, and it's like him dressed up as a king. So mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. Apparently, <laughs> that's, that's you wrote this over you, you for that episode. Ugh, all right. Anyway, I know. <laughs> okay, I you know how I write my summaries? I go back and look at my notes afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't write I it the as opposite. it's going. I read, yeah, I read it as it's going. Yeah, which is why I missed a sentence earlier. I completely had no <laughs> idea what was supposed to go there. Whoops, <laughs> that'll happen from time to time. <laughs> So yeah, so Luke, uh, much like Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin, he springs the trap, although uh, mm-hmm. he doesn't know he's doing it, and the whole truck explodes. Mm-hmm. Which and was cool. Yeah, he's mostly okay. I mean, even his clothes are okay. It wasn't a very hot fire. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm curious about that. What would happen to clothes if you're in the middle of an explosion? Like, I don't know what that was. C4? Something less powerful? Let's say it was a small amount of C4. Are clothes just gone at that point? I don't know. I honestly don't know. And I <laughs> I could easily find out because of the internet, but also I don't want to mm-hmm. know because then IT yeah. exploded people. Yeah, yeah, that's the hard part. Like I've I've seen enough uh, MythBusters that mm-hmm. I feel like I should know the answer to this, but yeah. I don't. I'm actually disappointed in you because I know I watch a lot of the MythBusters too, but I'm disappointed in you anyway. Oh, now you sound like my mom. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You Does she like Mythbusters a lot? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, the joke was she yeah, says, no, "Oh, I, I'm disappointing." Well, I, 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 I expected her to say that. So the Mythbusters <laughs> part was what surprised me. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So he walks out, and then uh, uh, Arturo Ray King Arthur shoots him. <laughs> I wish he was in the current King Arthur suit. Uh, shoots him <laughs> with a Judas bullet. Mm-hmm. Which Luke goes down to his knees. For a second, I think more out of habit than anything else because it doesn't do anything to him. Yeah, yeah, it uh, doesn't drill into him and potentially kill him. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, and like, then DW which, is there. Oh, go ahead. What were you yeah. gonna say? Oh, yeah, which which is just nice because we had that whole story last season. It, this is just this is one of those times where like the the writers are saying, listen. You, just you don't have to worry about this anymore, right? Like this is not uh, anything to be scared of, right? Like, um, like the first episode of of the Loki TV show, right? Mm-hmm. Where where he gets the uh, the cosmic cube and he tries to use it. And they're like, no, those things are those, those things are paperweights here. Uh, like, oh, okay, that's not going to matter at all. Oh, got it. <laughs> so same thing here. Like, yep, Judas bullet, not going to matter. Yeah. Um, also, it does double duty, I think, because it devalues. Uh, what Mariah has, which is like the stake in the hammer stuff. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because that, I mean, it devalues it against Luke specifically. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. Who else are they going to use this on? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People with like a lot of armor carrier personnel. No, no heroes I can think of. Yeah. It's not like they're going to go against Iron Man. Like they can try, but that's not going <sighs> to, it's not going to work out for them in the long run. And I feel like like Iron Man and Luke's skin now are probably comparable, if not Iron Man armor is stronger. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So he gives uh, DW's their recording because of the app. Mm-hmm. Um. And I like he gives this like badass intimidating speech for him to post online, and then he dabs, which mm-hmm. might have been cool mm-hmm. in 2018, but it's definitely not cool now. <laughs> I don't know when it was cool. All I remember is people saying, no, that's too old now. It's not cool. Like, oh, so I I completely missed it being like, I didn't know well, about it's like it me and Taylor it was Swift. no longer cool. You exactly. and dabbing yeah. is me and Taylor Swift. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now she's not cool at all. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> now you just got us like 50,000 hate messages by saying Taylor Swift isn't cool. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. And that's like well, way if- more than people listen to it. So 50,000 people actually listen to us. But no, it's just a headline. So no one actually clicks on our stuff. Engagement is engagement. So, so Al, are you going to name this episode? Is Taylor Swift cool? Question mark. And see if everyone listens to it. I am now. Apparently, <laughs> I guess that's what I have to. Gonna have to announce on Twitter. Hey, listen to the first episode of uh, Us Rewinding, season two, episode one of, of Luke Cage, and find out if Taylor Swift is cool or not. Yeah, that'll <laughs> go over well. <laughs> what? All right, at, I'm going to put this in the 12%. We're going to have to decide whether or not Taylor Swift is cool. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so he drops off that uh, uh, Arturo Ray, Arturo to mm-hmm. the police, and the new chief isn't cool with vigilantes. The shocking twist. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need Didn't to see get, that coming. We need to get James Gordon up in here. Um. And then he goes back to Mariah and says, I'm invulnerable and I will kill you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, yeah, just threatens. Her. Well, he specifically says, and if you hurt Claire at all, yeah. I will kill you. Yeah. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Luke? Uh, No, that was pretty much it. That's everything I had. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to Misty. To answer her own question, Claire is doing physical therapy with her. Maybe that's where she works now. <laughs> or is she just hanging out with Misty? Either That's a good Yeah, that's a good point. I, I just assumed she was hanging out with Misty. Because Misty's not Hmm. Where where were they? They, they weren't. They like, were in at, a, a physical therapy place because you could see in the background like someone I don't know what you call it, but when there are two bars and someone's trying to mm-hmm. relearn how to walk. You're you right. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that now. Okay. Yeah, so I guess they were in Something, huh? Okay, maybe maybe she moonlights. Is that is that a thing? Uh, do do nurses moonlight at places? I, I mean, I know there's a nurse shortage. <laughs> I I'm sure there are some who do. From what I know, like my aunt's a nurse, but she's like pretty high ranking. She's not, but like, there's not a lot of time to moonlight if you also want sleep. <laughs> Fair. Okay. All right. Yeah. So so she does it just to get a, a paycheck here and there. Is I guess a yeah, theory. Unless she's doing the job and probably I would assume physical therapy pays less than nursing. So and getting uh your own place in New York, you need some decent money. Mm-hmm. A regular uh income. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Okay. So yeah, she's she's frustrated, uh Missy. I it didn't occur to me that she lost her right hand. Uh so she's most likely left handed. I'm she sorry. Now. She's mostly. Well, I mean, she's mostly right-handed. Yeah, yeah she's now left-handed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think she was she was holding the gun in her right hand when it was cut off. Okay. So. 
So, yeah. Um, yeah, so she's, uh, like, done with crime, uh, law enforcement. Uh, Luke wants her to be her partner, but she mm-hmm. has no confidence in herself after losing her arm for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is which is common, right? If you if you yeah, lose an yeah. appendage, um, I I worked with a guy once who had lost an arm in an accident, and uh, he uh, he would go to uh, like support groups and that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, I, there's so many things I can't do anymore. Yeah, uh, he was lucky. He was like, listen, I only lost my arm, so I'm happy to still be alive. So that was mm-hmm. like good for him. Other people, you know, take it differently. Misty well, yeah. probably being one of them. Yeah, yeah, and it probably took him a while to get to that point. Saying, "Hey, I would luck. I'm one of the lucky ones." Yeah, and it will exactly. Take, yeah, Misty is in the mode where she's staring at her purple heart and drinking heavily, so she's yes. not there yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is new. We don't know how long it's been, but yeah, mm-hmm. still under a year, I'm sure. Yeah, well, why are you sure, Al? <laughs> I'm just sure. That's okay. you know, I, I have a feeling that's, and I I think it's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she comes home and sees, uh, cockroach, like, in front, like, as she's walking home from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's got two-thirds pension, which means it's, like, two-thirds of your regular paycheck for tax-free. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Probably close to yeah. full. But she also did waste an entire bag of groceries. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she probably went back and, like, picked it up. No, because she, she stormed off. Oh, you're right. She Someone just left. in New York City is picking up those groceries because it's not just going to be there like when you've calmed down. Yeah, yeah. Twenty minutes—that's that's like way too long. Like by twenty minutes, they're gone. Ten minutes, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, and she finds out she goes to the precinct. Uh, finds out that like thirty different cases that she and Scarf worked on are being overturned because Scarf was a Kirkland cop. Hmm. So uh, she wants her job back uh, so she could do that again. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. Yes, we will. Anything else for Misty? Um, No, that's it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, then let's take a quick uh, break for these ads and then we'll get back into it. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the chair. Hey, Tony, now that Twitter sucks, what are you using to keep in touch with everyone? Um, I just don't contact anybody anymore. Exactly. The Harlem's Hero app. It's the best way to chat with your friends while also sharing tips on where certain heroes are inside of Harlem. Of course, we don't live in Harlem. Tony's in California, and I'm not. In fact, only 30% of users of the Harlem's Hero app actually live within the state of New York, which is why today we get to announce the release of the Heroes app. It's like the Harlem's Hero app, but it's worldwide. It has everything you could want in an app. You can post short blurbs about whatever you want, DM your friends, uh, make a bank account for some reason, and of course, ping locations of sightings of whatever superheroes you see around. Heroes like Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Jessica Jones, and yes, even Cloak and Dagger when they're visiting New York. So whip out your smartphone, open the App Store app, and download the latest social media app everyone is addicted to. Use promo code MCU Rewind to get five free hero pings with a new account. 
The unfortunate part about that is it only works in New York City because that's the, or that's the only place where there are heroes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Ugh. Uh, it it would have it would have been great, um, or not. It would have been bad in Sokovia a while ago. Uh, let's see. It would have been great for like a couple of minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where, where the the opening scene in uh, uh, Civil War? Yeah, in Civil War. Can, uh, was that Lagos or? Yes, it was Lagos. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe someone would have seen Captain America walking around in full. Captain America costume. Dude, I think uh, this, I think this app is more of a like early warning system than an actual sighting app because if you see like more <laughs> than three heroes in the same like couple block radius, you need to leave as soon as possible. Yes, everyone, no matter who you are, you need to leave. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Starting off with Mariah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess Shades. Um, they've gotten real close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were they together at the end of last season? Because I, I remembered them being together in this season. I just don't remember them I, in the, like, by the end There of the was... I think hints to it, but they were not as hot and heavy as they are in this season. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, uh, she wants to get out of the crime business, right? She wants to go legit, and Shades does not want her to. (laughs) Does he not want her to, or does he not want her to do it this way? Because she's she's trying to do it, like, quick, right? Like, this is like a get-rich-quick scheme that has, like, a lot of potential to end badly. I mean, she wants to sell off, and he's like, uh... Let's see, I'm looking at... Yes, that's this episode. Um, <laughs> like, late, l- later when Cockroach says, like, he wants uh, like, so- them to be still a part of uh, part of it, like, part of the crime um, investment and stuff like that. And Shades is all for this making money and she's like just she wants to get out by any means necessary and he wants to keep like keep the cash rolling in okay which is why most um relationships with that much of an age difference don't really work out right like the older one you wants are to be the legit more... and one wants exactly. to stay in crime yeah exactly so you know the older one they want out of a life of crime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's true it happened in the godfather Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll end up happening to um, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, he yeah, is. That's right. Yeah, it ha- yeah. this is why He's... every one of Leo DiCaprio's uh, relationships fall oh. apart. Exactly, yeah, because he wants out of uh, running a mop business. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, he does work with Martin Scorsese a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. He wants to stop acting in Martin Scorsese movies. 
Uh, <laughs> he's, they're not in crime. <laughs> but it's just like, even like he was recently in The Killers of the Flower Moon. Excellent movie, by the way. Um, okay. But, uh, and also not a mob movie. But it's a Martin Scorsese movie, so I'm sure he'll be roped into his next mob movie. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Scorsese already announced his next movie. Anyway. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, like, she interviews a new waitress and mm-hmm. to get more information from her clients or from the patrons of the um, club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, is it... So, I wrote something down here, and I, I think I also wrote it down for next week, but we'll talk about it here. Does Mariah seem a lot more, um, like, eccentric this season? Like, she's more power-hungry or something, or power went to her head compared to last season? Like, I This is what I, my read on her is, mm-hmm. is she is more scared. Mm. She lost her cousin, Cottonmouth. Mm-hmm. She thought she had a handle on Diamondback, and that guy got put on a power suit. And then, mm. uh, did he go to jail or did he die? I think he went to jail. I don't remember, but let's let's assume he went to jail. Yeah, and I like like, like she she has no family left. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like she's just like she wants to keep what she has and wants to get out of the risk. She's clinging on to shades so hard too. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. She just she she has her goal and she will stop at nothing to get it. Yeah. 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 So I think she is more erratic. She's also it's like she has her mother issues, obviously, because she finished the interview and then takes a drink and still says she's better than her mother, which. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She celebrated her mom's birthday. Right. Was that that was this episode, right? I. I don't know. I didn't realize that was why she was drinking. I didn't, I didn't oh. realize that there was a birthday at all. Oh, uh, yeah. I couldn't remember if that was this week or next week's episode. But uh, yeah, Shades walks in to like her house and she's just sitting alone drinking. She said, yeah, it's mom's birthday. Uh, she's She's been dead for years, but, you know, I still celebrate. And she's like, I'm assuming she's she opened whatever bottle of liquor mm-hmm. she had. And that was like half empty, mostly empty. So she'd been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's doing well. Um, <laughs> we also, if we have nothing else from Mariah, we also get our new big bad for this season, Bushmaster, mm-hmm. uh, who, for the record, at least in my memory, I think is my he's like top three villains of uh, the Defenders universe. It's like it goes, uh, Fisk, Kilgrave, and Bushmaster. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree with that, um, but I don't remember why. Like, <laughs> is he just cool badass fighter kind of guy, or was there more to it? like what I we see like, in this episode? It's yeah. the badass fighting, but I'm yeah, hoping there's yeah, more. Yeah, that's true. I do remember him being very smart and tactical, but we'll see if that's mm-hmm. just my memories or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, apparently back in New York. He's been there before because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. he has some beef with the Dillards, a.k.a. Uh, Stokes, Mariah's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we don't get much of him. Um, no, we don't. We get a badass fighting scene. Yes, we do. 
he kills a guy by slitting his eyes like eye to eye, which is it's crazy yeah. to that was crazy to see. Okay, yeah. Yep. Definitely have not seen that before. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, he get, does that and then he gets shot a bunch of times and he's still standing. He is not bulletproof because he's definitely bleeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't take him down. So mm-hmm. we'll probably get more details about that in a later date. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometime between now and the other 12 episodes. I mean, I'm shocked that I can't believe in a superhero show they would have a villain who has essentially the same powers as the hero. So there's got to be something different. At least one thing, like maybe he can't eat kale or something. Or maybe like his face comes off and it's a blue skull or something. Who knows? Something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyone else for villains? Uh, no, I got nothing else. Mm-hmm. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. And I have nothing for Guy in the chair because we talked about, like, Claire bits and fish bits <laughs> and DW bits. Yeah, uh, the only other thing I have for Guy in the Chair, like, I mean, same thing as you, right? I, I've got, you know, that. Um, Claire is still sad about Ma- uh, Matt Murdock, you know, being dead, that he, mm-hmm. he died. Um, which, I mean, to be fair, yeah, she she knew him. He had saved her life a couple of times, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. they were kind of romantically flirting with each other, right? They dated for one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> uh, I, I remember when we when we did that rewind, I remember thinking like, huh, I didn't remember they dated. And then like the start of the next episode, they decided, yeah, this isn't working for us. So they, mm-hmm. they broke up like, oh, OK, well, that's that's good. Where it took um, Jessica and um, and Luke like a whole season to decide to go to separate ways. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but no, just just that's it, because I think she she brings it up like because it's the events of the defenders seem to affect her more than anyone else. Well, except for Misty, but that's for a different reason. uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Emotionally. Uh, the, um, yeah, Miss Misty has a better reason for being affected by it, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, Claire just keeps bringing that up. Right. Because she, uh, her argument with Luke earlier was like, yeah, there's, there's more than one way to hurt a person, right? It doesn't have to be physically. Um, you know, they can hurt, her, Claire, right? Or the people yeah. they could destroy Pop's, you know, barbershop. Uh, they could throw him into the ocean. Uh, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Also, Tony, yeah. yeah. Uh, going back to saying it affected her more than everyone else. She's the only one who knew everybody involved. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Every single she introduced them all together. Yeah. 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 Tony, did you ever see the uh, the movie on Netflix, The Old Guard, or read the comic? I think it was based off of a graphic novel. No, but what I did do was I listened to the Weekly Planet episode where they reviewed it. So I know the basic plot. Okay, got it. So uh, to our listeners, basic plot. uh, Some people, for some reason, they don't know why, but they're essentially like warrior type people who, uh, when they die, they come back to life, you know, a Mm -hmm. couple seconds later. Um, And that's pretty much it. So they're essentially invincible kind of thing. Um, So one of them, gets uh trapped and thrown into the ocean 
and like, well, you keep drowning, and then you come back to life and drown. Mm -hmm. And that is a horrible torture. But, uh, you know, at least Luke would die only the one time, we assume. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, w- that that argument between Claire and Luke, like I just kept thinking of that from from that mm-hmm. movie. But yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah. it was a good movie. Uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought okay. it was good. It was good good action film. I don't think it's the kind of action you like because I know you like the over the top stuff. Um, this was less know. over the top. Oh no, I, I, I thought you no, did. Okay. I, I like it. I do like it to make sense. I, well, okay, this is what I like. I like it to make sense, <laughs> or if it doesn't make sense, then it has to be so over the top. That is still entertains me. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was, it was this was like good. I thought it made sense. All yeah. that. Yeah I, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm I'm looking forward to number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me of throwing him into the water and drowning over and over again. They did that to Angel in the show Angel. They did oh, that yeah. to the immortal villain in either season two or three of Heroes. I think season three because I stopped watching soon after. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty standard. I think for immortal people. <laughs> Yeah, if you can't kill him, you gotta trap yeah. him in some way. All right. All right, I'm moving on to 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%? An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, Alice Taylor Swift's cool. Um, let's say yes. Oh, I'm going to say definitely yes. Okay. So see, hear that, listener? I was more sure than Al was to attack him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Anything else I'm sure I'm, the no. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure Tony I'm sure I listen to more of her music than you do so <laughs> um actually I have like five of her songs on my playlist because I have a playlist of like hundreds of songs <laughs> I listen to <laughs> I'm gonna say I listen to her music more <laughs> all right is it your volition or does your wife listen to her music more oh it's my volition mm-hmm. oh okay cool yeah cool yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're still unsure if she's cool, where I only need to listen to five <laughs> songs and know she's cool. Interesting. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, all right. Anything else for 12%? No, I'm good. Okay. Al, how are we going to read this episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Well, Tony, how many um, Taylor Swift albums do... Albums. (laughs) Albums, yes. I could name songs. (laughs) Okay, songs. How many songs (laughs) Uh, do you rate this episode? No, I'm going to go with albums. Albums? I'm, oh, okay. All right. I'm going. Right. I am going to give this four episode, four episodes, mm-hmm. four albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now let me think. Uh, 1989. <laughs> okay, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume that Eras is the name of an album, or she will release an album based on the Eras tour. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a movie, so sure. Yeah. Uh. Taylor Swift unplugged. I'm sure it's happened. <laughs> mm-hmm, 
<laughs> Not her album, but she featured on the Hunger Games soundtrack. So I'm going to count it. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you said four, right? Uh, yes, I did say four. Eros okay. presumed album, 1989, uh, uh, Unplugged, and the Hunger Games album. Okay. Uh, I, too, am giving this four. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, God, I'm bad with names. Uh, 1989, Red, Speak Now. I think her first one was just titled Taylor Swift, so that one. Um, yeah, so four. Okay. Good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair to me, mm-hmm. before I get attacked, I listen <laughs> to all my music on Spotify. I don't know the name of almost any albums. <laughs> That's fair. I too also. Uh, I just went back to Spotify recently. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just. Oh, hit you know what I should have done, dude? Is I've been like, uh, 1989, Taylor's version. Red. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you Red go. Red Taylor's version. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Um, join us next time as we talk about Luke Cage more. Taylor Swift, probably about the same. And uh, season yep. one, episode two, straighten it out, which I think we should just call it shake it off. And remember to follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter and Instagram and give us that five star rating, especially if you're a Swifty. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Soul brother number one, here I come on the new tip. That's the code right, cause I'm rich, thick, and chocolate. Plug up any mic, I bet you beat rock a sprocket. Huns always ask, what's the bulge in my pocket? I tell them papers. I rock from top to bottom, never hesitate to say, my God. I rest on the hillside, over on the chill side, uptown. So let's get down. Funky is the word to scrap his brother on a soul mission. Look at rugged joints, more soul.